Well, this will be for test four. Hopefully, you'll be able to do good. Learning activity 18, sex determination and sex chromosome. In humans, how many sex chromosomes are in somatic cells? We have two. How many total chromosomes are in a human gamete? 23. Of the chromosomes in human gametes, how many are sex chromosomes? Only one. Because, you know, you take only one from a parent. What possible sex chromosome ex exists in the human egg? X or X. What possible sex chromosome exists in sperm? Which is X or Y. As we learn in this lecture, sex is determined in different ways in different sexual reproducing organisms. Fruit flies each have two X chromosomes in females and an X and Y chromosome in males. How is sex determined in each of these species? Is it ployed? The radio sex chromosomes to automosomes or a particular sex chromosome? Human. Is determined by the presence of Y chromosome. Fruit flies. The radio of autosomes to X chromosomes. So for humans, XX is female. XY is male. XXY is male. XO is female. XYY is male. In fruit flies, XX is female. XY is male. XXY is female. XO is male. XYY is male. In human, the Y chromosome has some important features in determining sex. Um, these, the following regions. PAR is cytoautosome region, like cyto, like P-S-E-U-D-O, autosomal region. And then the next one is N-R-Y, non-recombinant region of Y. So non-slash-R-E-C-O-M-I-N-A-N-T region of Y. SRY, sex determining region of Y chromosome. What is so special about SRY and how does TDF relate to it? The SRY is a small bit of the Y chromosome that has the gene for testes determining factor, the gene responsible for the development of testes in male. What are two different ways that a human could be genetically male but phenically typical female? Males could have a deletion of the SRY or a mutation in the androgen receptor. So A, like and, R-O-G-E-N receptor. What does it mean to be heterogamatic sex? It means the sex that has two different sex chromosomes. Are there examples where males are heterogamatic? If so, what are they? Mammals and fruit flies. Are there examples where the females are heterogamatic? If so, what are they? Birds, butterflies, some reptiles, and some fish. In the worms C. elegans, they are hermaphromatic worms in males. What are the sex chromosomes present in the hermaphromatic and in the males? Hermaphromatic sex chromosomes 
is XX, but male sex chromosomes are XO. What chromosome would be present in the gametes of the heteroformatic and in the male C. elegans? Heteroformatic gamete is X, male gamete is X or nothing. In what type of organism do you see haploids in one sex and diploids in other? Hemophotera, so H-Y-M-E-N-O-P-T-E-R-A, which is bees, wasps, and ants. In human, the gene for normal vision, which is dominant to the mutant color blind alley, is on the X. If I am homozygous for normal vision and my husband is colorblind, what are the chances that our daughter is colorblind? Zero percent. What are the chances that our daughter is a carrier of the stray? One hundred percent. What are the chances that my son is colorblind? Zero. What are the chances that my son is a carrier? Zero. In some organisms that have sex chromosomes, an issue of dosage arises when the sexes try to normalize the expression from the X chromosomes. Humans do this by creating a bar body. What is a bar body? An inactive X chromosome in females. Have your artist draw a picture of how this comes about. Be sure your artist includes the XI. C region and discuss your group with the role of XIST. What do XIC and XIST stand for? XIC regions are X inactive centers, regions near the central mirror of each chromosome and find each other on two chromosomes. This is a gene. Um, X, X inactive specific transcript paragraph that only get expressed as RNA, not translated. On one of the chromosomes, it is big and inactive, the X chromosome it was transcribed from. To make it easier, you could say XIC is the X inactivation center, and then the XIST is the X inactive specific transcribed. How to draw, like, and all you do, two little chromosomes together and then you this the center mirror in the middle and then you write xic if a person was xxxy how many bare bodies would you expect to see two because the number of x chromosomes is always minus one so how you do it for the equation is if there's two x chromosomes you say only one if there's three you say two because you always minus one. Drosophils has X and Y chromosome like humans, and yet you don't see bare bodies in their nuclei. How do drosophil deals with this dosis composition? The males increase expression from their X chromosome. All the examples we have given for so far are genotype-based sex determination. However, there are still some examples of sex determination based on environment. Please give an example of this. In some reptiles, the temperature of the egg determines the sex of the offspring. What is the role of a restriction enzyme recombinant DNA research? Restriction enzyme can cut DNA at specific sequences. Now go around your group. Where was the restriction enzyme first identified and what was their function? 
They were originally isolated from bacteria and they serve as a defense system in bacteria for digesting invading DNA from bacteriophage. So bacteria, but with the I-O-phage, P-H-A-G-E. What does the word palindrome mean and how does it relate to restriction site? Palindrome is like reading a word the same way forward and backward. Although the restriction site letters are not all palindrome, often the top strand sequence read 510 is the same way as the site's bottom strand sequence read 5 to 3. As shown below, the restriction with their... Okay, which of the following enzymes result in sticky ends and which is blunt ends? Hind... Um, III, BAM, HIM, and SAR3AI are all sticky ends. ALUI is a blunt end. So the smallest one. What enzyme will you use to cut open this plasmid? Which it's a restriction fragment of the gene that has been cut with the enzyme ECHORI as well as the plasmid. What the enzyme you use to cut it open is echo ri. Does it have to be that enzyme? Yes, because it will need to be able to stick to a sticky ends of the insert that was cut with echo ri. How to draw a photo. So you draw a circle, a complete circle. Then you draw another circle. Do not complete it. And then do like a little, you like you stop the circle almost. You write echo ri on one end, and then on the bottom, you write ewri on the other end. So it's like a circle with like a line stopping them, like leaving a space open. Once the enzyme is used to open the plasmas, you perform ligation. What, what is this and what are you hoping to accomplish? A ligation is when you put two pieces of DNA together and they form diester bonds linking the ends of the chains together. So it could be like pink plus blue equals pink and blue. Draw the plasmids uh, following the ligations. So you do like a black circle and then on one part you put color to connect them and then you put an arrow and say insert DNA of interest. Once the ligation is complete you need to perform transformation. What is this? A transformation is when you get a bacterium to take up plasmid DNA. You know there's two different techniques to do this. What are they? Heat shock and electrocorporation. Following the transformation Take the bacteria, put them out on an agar that have two extra chemicals added to them. What are the two extra chemicals and how do they help, help you identify clone adventures? So ampicillin and XGAL. Ampicillin will prevent any plasmids from growing that have not taken up a plasmid. The XGAL serves as a substrate for the B galacrosidase enzyme. If a piece of the DNA is inserted into the plasmid in the multiple cloning site, it will disrupt the B 
gala gene and the B gala crocidase will not be functional. When B gala dase metallizes XGAL, it turns blue. So the blue colonies represent colonies where there is still intact B gala crocidase genes that have not disturbed that have not been distributed by entering DNA. So the colonies that are white represents the colonies where DNA was inserted into the plasmid. Below is the following plate of the drawings. Which bacteria would be found in the blue colonies? Is three, the one with the spaghetti-like and the circle that is completely orange or just a clear color. Which of these would be found in white colonies? That would be number two, the spaghetti-like noodles, and then there's a circle, but it has a purple in it, so it's two different colors. How is a dramatic library different from a cDNA library? Genomic DNA libraries have pieces of all of the genes of an entire species contained in fragments in a series of plasmid vectors. A cDNA library represents only the genes that are being expressed in a given tissue or cell type. Have one person in a group describe what PCR stands for and what's the purpose of a PCR? Um, what is accomplished in the three? <laughs> uh, PCR is a polymerase chain reaction and it's to amplify small segments of DNA. And there are three types of stages. Strand separation, which happens at 92 degrees. Annihiling of primers, which is at 55 degrees. Stand extension which is at 72 degrees so here is a stretch of genomatic dna you are interested in gene the gene cue that is found between point a and b what are the primers you may use to amplify for a you do primer one through five and it's through T G G T A T G G T A T C G A. And for B, it's oh for that you um you start at the one, two, three, four, five, so the fifth A. And then for B, you start at the very at the bottom and you start at the very top, so it's a A A G C C A T T T A C A T T A dash five apostrophe primer two. Don't forget primer one. And now assume DNA shown here is a piece. What would be the first round replication look like? Use red to represent the original DNA and blue to represent the primers and new DNA synthesis. Which portion? of DNA will be amplified the most and end of the PCR. So there will be two red lines and then there will be one red line and another red line. On the second red line you do primer one five through T G G T A T G G T A T C G A and it's a red line going right all the way to five. Now on the bottom you do um, all the way at the end, A A A G C C A T T T A C A T T A through five primer two, and you draw an arrow to the five, so going left. What does R F L P and A S 
O stand for? What are the similarities and differences? So restriction fragment length polymorphism and ally-specific oligonucleotides. These are both techniques that you can tell if there's if there are sequence differences between allies of the same gene. Here is a picture of RLF, a patient DNA is cut with specific restriction enzymes and then run on a gel. The gel is transferred to nitrocellulose and then probed with labeled probe that should recognize a specific region of the gene of interest that falls within the restriction fragment that would be cut. If it's one of the allies, so the size of the band tells you the genotype of this individual. Okay, similarities are there are techniques that can tell you if there's secret differences between allies of the same genes. Differences. RFLP is a patient DNA, is cut with a specific restriction enzyme, then run on a gel. ASO is works by pipetting a very small amount of DNA onto a natural cellulose filter then labeled ally specific probe to determine amount of specific ally. The following is a sequence reaction that is based on the same which of the following will be labeled nitrochlorophase will be labeled with fluorochrome in a sequencing region. The deoxyl nucleotide will be labeled in these reactions because they are the ones that terminate the reaction and a piece of DNA with a specific length will be generated with a specific color that will indicate for that particular length what the final base is. If you get enough reaction, so there's essentially one reaction that will terminate at each position at the DNA, then you can run those pieces out and separate them by size and see what color base is at each position. Even though there's only one of the nucleotide trisulfides shown above, cause a determination reaction during the sequence reaction. Why is the other type of nucleotide required for this process? Because if you want to have a reaction that terminates at position 25, you would need some normal apostrophe dexonucleotides that can extend the length of the replicating strand until it gets a determination. With the right radio of deoxy to deoxynucleotides would have pieces of DNA that are created that represents all the lengths of DNA. What does CRISPR stand for? Crispy. <laughs> so it means clustered, regularly, interspace, short, palindromic repeats. Palin, like P A I. P-A-L-I-N-D-R-O-M-I-C. How do bacteria use the CRISP system for their own defense? They use it as a memory of the previous infection by bacteriophage, and then they are able to recognize future invasions of the same genome. What job does a trace RNA play in the CRISPR-Cas9 system? The tracer RNA brings the CRISPR RNA to the Cas9 system for enzymatic cleavage. What is the role of the CRRNA in the CRISPR-Cas9 system? It is the sequence that recognizes the specific DNA that was part of the invading phage DNA that the bacteria will want to recognize and destroy. 
Now discuss how scientists from Jennifer Lab and Emmanuel Chrysler Lab modify this system in order to use it to alter genes in eukaryotic cells. Show another picture of what they specifically. So they joined the trace R tracer RNA without the E to the CRRNA to make it a guide RNA so that they could molecularly design specific sequences to target specific sites in the genome to cleave. There are various quantitative traits that are affected by multiple genes. If there is a trait that is affected by four genes, or you could say four loci, how many addictive allies could impact this phenotype of this trait? Eight. Please give an example of this continuous discrete trait and quantitative trait. A discrete trait could be like the color of the flowers on Mendel's pea plant, purple or white. A continuous trait is like the color of wheat that can gradually change from very light to very dark. Oh, another example, discrete trait, round versus wrinkled. So, the height of the plant, I... Um, I'm growing species A is affected by three genes. How many addictive allies would be contributing to this phenotype? That would be six addictive allies. A sim similar species of a plant, species B, is affected by four genes that it affects its height, which predict that this species would have the same number of phenotypes as species A or fewer phenotypes or more. Species B would have more phenotypes because the number of phenotypes is determined by the 2n plus 1 where the n is the number of genes involved. How would you predict the number of phenotypes these plants will have? It's 2n plus 1. Number of distinctive phenotypes for plant A is 7. Number of distinct phenotypes for plant B is 9. I am now experimenting on some plants that range from in size 6 to 36 high. When I crossed the 6 plant with the 36 plant, I created an F1 generation. When crossing the F1 generation, most of the 200 offsprings generated were 21 centimeters, but of 200 plants, 3 were 6 centimeters tall. How many genes are responsible for the height in these plants? So let n equal the number of genes involved, and the fraction of the plants that are either extreme equals 1 divided by 4, and then a little apostrophe, then the 9. So 3 divided by 200 equals 1 divided by 4, and then the n is like the 2, like at the top. So then that equals 0 0.015, and that still equals 1 divided by 4, and then you do log um, 0 0.015, like the little bubbles, equals log um the first the block and then the little circle one divided by four and so then that equals um log 0 0.015 equals negative 1.8 and that equals n uh prostrophe negative 0 0.60 and then that becomes negative 1.8 divided by negative 0 0.60 and that equals 3. So you have genes that are responsible with 3. How many, how much does each addictive ally account for the height of the plant? Since there are 3 genes, there are 6 addictive allies that count for 
30 centimeters of height. So 30 divided by 6 equals 5 centimeters slash ally. And it's, you do 30 because um, 6 for 30 centimeters. And you have to, okay, when I crossed a 6 centimeter plant with a 36 centimeter plant, and you have to minus it. So 36 minus 6 equals 30, which makes it 30 divided by 6 equals the 5. What different genotypes could account for a 26 centimeter plant? Let's say the genes are A, B, and C. We all know there is no addictive allies. So 6 centimeter equals 6 addictive allies, which equals 36. Each addictive ally will add 5, so 36 minus 26 equals 10 centimeters or 2 addictive allies fewer than the max. Could say that 26 minus 6 equals 20 centimeters or 4 addictive allies more than the minimum. So the genotype possibilities of all of the 4 addictive allies is capital AA, capital BB, then lowercase cc. Capital AA, lowercase bb, capital CC. Capital A, lowercase a, capital B, lowercase b, capital CC. Capital A, capital A, capital B, lowercase b, capital C, lowercase c. Capital A, lowercase a, capital BB, capital C, lowercase c. The graph below shows two curves. Which of these curves has a greater variance? It's the green one. So there's two ones, right? There's the first one that kind of looks like a perfect curve. And there's the one that is a skinnier curve that's taller than the green one. While the middle one. The one that looks like a loop is not it. The second one that is longer and fatter, it has greater variance. What does this following formula represent? So the U equals uh, like an E, X, I, N. That is mean. So the O2 equals um, E, and then there's like an X, I minus U, and there's like the 2, then N minus, divided by N minus 1, that's the variance. The 0 equals divided by 0, 2 is the standard deviance. Please determine the mean, median, mode, variance, and standard deviation of the following data. To figure out the mean, you add all the numbers together by how much they are. So, say there's like 10 numbers, right? So you add them all together and you divide that by 10. To find the median, the median is the middle number. Basically, uh, the most, although if there's like an issue, like if the median is exactly in the middle, say you're between two numbers, um, like 66 and 67, then you would just write 66.5. The mode is the value that occurs most frequently in a set of observations. Let's say there's two 15s, but then there's three 22s. The mode would be 22. <sighs> Measure a variance.
to find the variance, what you do is you do get another bubble. The um, so it's like um, you minus it by the mode. So let's say there's like fifteen. Oh, and you you also have to peak. So it's like fifteen minus the mode twenty two. Then um two at the at the end, you know, like a math equation. And then you plus 15 minus 22 plus the little bubble 17 minus 22 too. And you just keep adding them until you have, so let's say it's 191. And so what you do, you divide that by how many which is um so thirteen point six nine with um two at the end, you know, like the little two and you, you use inches, so like let's say yeah, thirteen point six nine inches two and to find the standard Deviation is you so, uh, like not divide, but like you know, like the little check mark. There, so let's say thirteen point six nine, which equals three point seven inches, basically. So let's not forget the little period bubbles will cross you under it's like similar to divide so um phenotype variation vp is affected by genetic variable vg and environmental variable ve how are these three terms related to each other so the equation is vp equals vg plus ve how would you mathematically represent broad sense heritability using these terms so h2 like the two at the top equals of the bubble vg divided by ve and you know you end with the other line so narrow sense heritability is a measure of the possibility it is to use breeding to change the traits due to the addictive allies if the narrow sense heritability was 0.8 for zucchini weight in one variety variety a and 0.3 in another variety, variety B, which other variety would you be most likely to impact the size of the zucchini by selective breeding? If the narrow sensibility of variety A is 0.8, it will have a bigger impact on the size of the zucchini for selective breeding than variety B with the narrow sensibility of 0.8. We are looking at the length of some tails on the rest. We start with the population that has a mean length of 9 centimeters. We chose some of the rats from the population that have tails that are 19 centimeters long and cross them. What We know the narrow sensibility of these rats is 0.6. What is the average tail length of the offsprings from this Harold cross? So the H2 would be 0.6 since it's the narrow sensibility. Then we know that um, so the equation is like um, M2 minus M divided by M1 minus M. We don't know what M2 is, but we know it's minus 9 because it has the mean of the length of 9 centimeters. And it's also the same with the bottom, minus 9. And 19 centimeters are long. That 
that is m1 so on the bottom is 19 minus 9 and that is 10 so then you end up with m2 minus 9 divided by 10 so then you times 0 0.6 you know that's like and then you times it by 10 and then becomes a 6 which is 6 equals m2 minus 9 and then you plus 9 with the 6 which equals 15 and that's the m2 the average rabbit in the population weighs 3 kilograms and then narrow sense heritability for the weight in this population is 0 0.25 if a breeder wants to increase the weight of this rabbit and breeds only rabbits that weighs 5 kg what is the selection differential remember h2 equals r divided by s and r equals m2 minus m and s equals m1 minus m so population the weight in this population is 0 0.5 and that equals r divided by s and then the s equals m1 minus m equals 5 minus 3 since um m1 is the weight and then the average rabbit in the population is 3, and that's minus m. Because don't forget the, the median. It's always the median is m. So then s equals 2. That's the selection differential. So how much will the average rabbit size change in one generation of the rabbit weighing 5k are bred? So h2 equals 0 0.25. Then H2 equals R divided by S, which, you know, R divided by S equals 0 0.25. So R equals S, then the little circle, 0 0.25. And then R equals 2. And then, you know, the little 0 0.25. And that R equals 0 0.5 kg. So for the question before that, the reason why we did um m1 because selection differential is s equals m1 minus m and i guess r equals m2 minus m is another thing that starts with the r and how we figure out the how many how much of the average rabbit size so we take the answer beforehand you know that was a two that was the selection differential and we take the h2 from beforehand the weight in this population the 0 0.25 so you know it's the two then the bubble two bubble 0 0.25 you know that's it's times right so two bubble 0 0.25 and then that gives you you know the 0 0.5 kg Below is a table that was completed by Carl Corson when he was investigating the inheritance pattern seen in four o'clock plants. So, you would see how to list the plants. So, the white branch is just white, white, white. Green branch is green, green, green. Variegated branch, you could say Y, G, or variegated. So, you know, if there would be like a source of pollen of the side, white branch, green branch, variegated branch. No matter what like the very one through three white branch green branch variegated branch if there's a white branch in the location of the ovule they're all white for the green branch they're all green please discuss what is happening here it's the location of the ovule determining color so ruth sadra experimented on the algae 
Palembo Germans discovered that when the following chitons evolved in resistance to the antibiotics, um, why is this? Because the plus mating type always passes on the chloroplast, so the plus is the carrier of the gene. In a number of different organisms, like Neurosporin, the slow growth can indicate a lack of properly functioning mitochondria. Why would this cause them to grow slowly? Because of the lack of energy that mitochondria provides. How are yeasts different from cladomagrins in terms of which parent they inherit their mitochondria from? How about in humans? Yeast inherit their mitochondria from both planets parents. Humans inherit their mitochondria from the mothers. In the video, we discussed that mitochondrial disorders can be prevented by being passed down to the offspring. If the mitochondria from the affected mother is removed from her aunt and replaced with a mitochondria from a healthy mother, why would this not work to repair all of the disorders? Because the nucleus would still hold DNA that contains the disorder that can be passed down. Please don't look for your PowerPoint for about this. Think about these for help if you don't understand. Below is a diagram of different types of growth mutants seen in yeast. Please label above these pictures if the type of mutation presents suppressive, neutral, or segregational. So, for suppressive is blue times pink, and it goes down to diploid zygote. You know the mix, blue and pink. And they're all petite, so it's two petite blues and two petite pinks, and that is suppressive. Segregational is a small, a petite haploid and a normal haploid, so a petite blue and big um, pink. And you know, you mix them together, and that creates a diploid zygote, which is normal. And then you go lower, and then it creates two petite blues and two pink and then neutral is a petite blue times a normal pink and you mix them it creates a normal zygote mix and then it lowers and all of them are normal with neutral it's because we lose empty dna in um segregational is because m plus dna is incorporated into nucleus DNA. With the suppressive, it's because empty DNA is blocked, so we only get petites. <laughs> Which in the paper says suppressive results in suppressing mutant that blocks the function of all mitochondrial DNA in segregational. The mitochondria gene has been incorporated into the nuclear DNA, so it segregates. So, there's two worms, the wild-type larva and mutant larva. So A, the capital A, equals brown, the lowercase equals red. So A is dominant, two. So, please indicate what larva and adult eye would be for each. Larval eye color, so the AA male and, so the capital A and lowercase a male and, um, no, female, and then if male, their larval eye color will be brown, and then the adult eye color will be brown. So, you know, that's the first one. 
lowercase aa and uh, male would be lover at color ruby red adult at color red then the other one capital a lowercase a and the male so lover at color brown adult at color brown and then the lowercase aa and then the male is um brown larva eye color and adult eye color is red and that's the one at the end because for the first one it's female capital a and lowercase a brown times a lowercase a a male and then the second one is capital a a male brown times female a a red so if there is any difference between the larva and the adult phenotypes, why? It's due to the maternal heredity having greater influence over dominant gene. In the picture shown below, the coiling of the shell is determined by material effect genes. Explain how the two snails in generation two can have the same phenotype, yet different phenotypes. It all depends on the egg or maternal side of where the gene is coming from. So, right, what phenotype, genotype and phenotype would be for generation two if each of these snails is self-fertilized. So, in generation three, genotype is capital DD, lowercase, I meant capital DD, no, capital, yeah, let's restart, capital DD, um, comma, capital D, lowercase d, comma, lowercase dd. The phenotype is dextral. Now, generation four the genotype is capital DD and capital D lowercase d. The phenotype is sinistral. You know how to do it on the chart is because there's the dextral DD and then there's the the capital D and D and that's how you get like you know the DD DD for the generation three. And then for the generation IV, it's, you know, the um, D, 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 D. Okay, yeah. So there's a population of Mendel's pea plant with the following number of plants with a given phenotype. Uh, w equals alley for purple, W equals alley for plant. Please fill in this table. So the genotype, there's a cap, you know, capital WW, then there's the capital W, lowercase w, and then there's a lowercase WW. So the number of the capital WW equals 740. How to find the genotype frequency. So you do, so that there's the total number as well of 1500, so 1500. So the number is 740 divided by 1500 and then you times that by 100 and you get 49.3 so the capital w lowercase w is a uh, 635 so you divide that by 150 and then you get a number and then you times that by 42.3 so the lowercase ww is 125 divided by 150 and um times 100 equals 8.3 in the above example, how many total allies are present in this group of pair plants? Total allies, you know, the allies are like the W. So there's only one capital W and one lowercase w in total. So that's 
2 times um, the total, which is 1500, and that equals 3000. How many W allies are present? So, you see there's 740 and there's two of them. So, 7040 times 2, like the bubble, plus 635 because there is one capital. And that equals 2115. And so, how many lowercase w's are present? So, as you know, there's 125, there's two of them. So, you times that by 2, and then you plus 635 because, you know, there's one lowercase. And that equals 885. What is the ally frequency for the W ally in this group of plants? So, the, how you find the um, frequency. So, remember how you did 70-40 um, divided by one, the total, right? And it gave you a decimal point. So, you, you know, do the little um, thingy. To like the divide but it's not divide and you put 0 0.49 like the first two numbers and then that equals 0 0.7 right and then you times that by 100 which gives you 70% which you could say like 70.5 okay what is the ally frequency for the lowercase you know you do the same thing 125 divided by 1500 gives you that decimal right so zero, 0 0.08, that equals 0 0.28. And then you just times that by 100 and you get 28%, uh, <sighs> which you can round it to 30%, basically. So um, she got 29.5, so let me see if I... Uh, no, there's no rounding. 0.28. So, yeah. Um, so, the hardy win in principle states that there is no net change in the ally frequency. What are the five conditions that have to be met to hold it true? So, one, no net mutation. Two, large population size three random mating four no migration five no natural selection so we know that for the b like genes that there's a, an equation equals p plus q equals one what do p and q represent so p equals dominant ally which is the capital and q represents recessive ally which is the lowercase a so we also learn that there is an equation p2 you know the like the very top two plus two pq plus q2 you know the top equals one which they represent p2 is the frequency of homozygous dominant genotype which you know is two capital aa two pq equals frequency of heterozygous genotype which is you know capital a lowercase a q2 is the frequency of homozygous recessive genotype which is lowercase aa <sighs> consider rare disorders in a population caused by autosomal recessive mutation from the frequency of disorder of the population calculate the percentage of heterozygous um carriers of this disorder so 0.0064 is q2 Therefore, Q equals, you know, the little divide sign 
not actually divide, but like the bracket, <laughs> you put the 0.00464 in that, and then you get 0.08. Therefore, P equals 1 minus 0.08 equals 0.92, right? Because um, you minus it by 1. So it equals 0 0.92. Therefore, the TPQ equals 2. Then you know you do the little bubble 0 0.92 that you got. And then you also times it by the 0 0.8, right? Let me quickly do the calculations. Oh, and then you get um, 0. Oh, I'm so dumb. I forgot the 2. Never. Got to times the 2. And then uh, you get 0. 147 or you would say 14.7%. Okay, so there's 0 0.000081, right? And that is the Q2. So therefore, you know, you do the little dividing sign for it and then you get 0 0.009. And don't forget, you gotta um, minus that by by, uh, you know, P equals 1 minus 0 0.009, and that equals 0 0.991. So don't forget, you do the, you know, the TPQ. So there's a T, and the P is 0 0.92, and then the Q is 0 0.0. Oh, oh, I was doing that before. So 0 0.009, then 0 0.991, and that gets you 0. 0 0.0178 or you would say 1.178%. Don't forget you could also just easily times it by 100 to make sure. So 0.09k2, therefore you know the little divide because of the 2. And that equals 0.3, therefore p equals 1 minus 0.3 equals 0.7. Therefore tpq equals t, little bubble 0.3, another bubble 0.7 equals 0.21. Or 21%. So, there is a groom who has a sister who has Salic SV, an autosomal recessive disease. Um, their parents are unaffected. The groom is unaffected as well. If the overall frequency of the population is 1 divided by 2, 5, 0, 0, we're assuming the population meets all of the genes. Hint, you must figure out the chances are there that the bride and groom are carriers of the sub disorder, then figure out the chances that they pass down an effective ally, which you know. What would be the chances that the couple will have a child with CF? So the chances that the bride is a carrier is that equals TPQ, the frequency of heterozygous in the population. So the Q2 is the one divided by 2500. Zero, zero. So the Q is just. Let me make sure. One divided by two, five, zero, zero. So the Q is just um, 0 0.02, which you could just easily like put it in, you know, just put it in the equation. Therefore, the P equals, because don't forget the 1 minus 0 0.02, and that's the P, so that's the 0 0.98, and then the TPQ. Don't forget, put that in the equation. So 2 times bubble 0 0.02 from the you know the one divided by 250 
and then 0.98 that we just got from the P and that equals 0.039 um, or you know 3.9% so the chances that um, the the that they're parents because okay chances that the groom is a carrier parents must be carriers because they're unaffected but their daughter is affected you know the groom who has a sister who has cf so they each have one so you know it's capital c lowercase c capital c lowercase c and you know they're white and the sisters like you know scrolled in and the brother is like a square so you put that in a square right so the little square you so you know c capital for both parents and lowercase c when you do the punish square so you get capital cc capital c lowercase c capital c lowercase c and then lowercase cc so the chances that the groom is a carrier is a two out of three because you don't count the cc because um it's the chances that he is a carrier so he has you know two out of their chance so the wife is you know the first number we got the 0 0.039 and then the groom is 0 0.66 because you know you divide two divided by three and then you get 0 0.66 and that's the groom right and then so you have to um in half because, you know, you, they, the child only takes one half of the genes. So, one and a half times, you know, like the little bubble, 0 0.039. And then that times another and a half for the father's bubble, 0 0.66, which equals 0 0.0064, or you would say 0.6%. There is a population of turtles living in a pond on the sunny side of the mountain. Fifteen very adventurous members of this population decided to step out in the world to find their fortune. They find another pond on the cloudy side of the mountain and begin to reproduce with the population of turtles that was living in the pond. Before their migration, the other side of the mountain, the alley frequency for spotted shells was 0 0.6 and on the cloudy side was 0 0.4. If the population of the cloudy side was 85 before migration, what is the eye-life frequency for spotted cells after the migration? Use the equation PC equals a bubble 1 minus M, a bubble, and then PC plus MBS. Before you begin, please define PC, M, PC, PS. So, PC is the frequency of spotted cells in the next generation on the cloudy side after the migration. M is equals the frequency of turtles on the cloudy side that were originally from the sunny side. PC is the frequency of spotted shells on the cloudy side before the migration. PS is the frequency of spotted shells on the sunny side before the migration. As a repeat, PC is the frequency of spotted shells in the next generation on the cloudy side. Um, M is the frequency of turtles on the cloudy side that are orig originally from the sunny side. PC is the frequency of spotted, spotted shells before, and then PS is after. So, you know, PC equals 1 minus M, then PC plus MBS. So, PC equals 1 minus 0 0.15.
And the reason why it's 0.15, it was because there was originally 15 turtles, right? And then PC is the 0.4, which, you know, the cloudy side, that's the original. And then U plus, again, um, the M, so 0.15 times 0.6. The PS, you know, frequency of spotty shell, that the frequency was 0.6. So, so then you can continue the equation. So, you know, the bubble 1 minus 0.15 times 0 0.4, and that together is 0 0.34. And then, you know, the so 0.15 times 0.6, and that equals 0 0.09. And then you add them together, and then the PC is 0 0.43. And all done.